That's a big fish. Are you kidding? Oh my god! Big mama out. This is the biggest fish I've ever killed goldfish. Thumbs out. Buff salt, baby. <laughs> Good job. What a night. Finger in the rock. Look, there's a big one. Nice job, Taylor. Get him, Smitty. Doubled up, baby. Hey! <laughs> nice job, man. There we go. We got two of them, though. He's a good gator. He's a monster. That's a good gator. <laughs> wow. Love goldfish. Come here. Time for a free boat ride in the AMS boat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bow Fishing Buzz, episode 39, Schmitty. I can't believe that. Well, I say that every time, but I can't believe we've recorded Episode that many. <laughs> yep. Presented to you by AMS Bullfishing and... Megamouth Bullfishing as well. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Hot temps. Yep. Sun's out. Fish are out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Yes. It's uh, been it's been a lot of fun here the last couple of days. A lot of stuff. Or actually, the last couple of days, last couple of weeks. Yeah. Since yeah. the AMS Big 20. Man, we have been putting miles on the AMS truck and AMS boat. <laughs> Been putting miles on Matthew. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. I know we're a day late, but I just got back uh, here. Yeah. Just got back into the shop this afternoon or this morning. So yeah, we yeah. are ready to rock and roll for episode thirty-nine of the Boat Fishing Buzz. Uh, remember, you can listen to this on all your favorite streaming podcast stations as well. Yep. And also, don't forget the AMS YouTube channel, where there's going to be video behind the stuff that we're talking about, mm -hmm. Schmitty. Yep, yep. And I think that for this podcast especially, some of the video is going to be very cool to see. It'll be cool, some cool stuff up there. Yeah, well. we got a lot of lot of neat stuff, a lot yeah. of neat stuff going on right and, now. And the podcast is going up on Carbon TV as well. That's right. For AMS. Yep. So make sure to, to hop over to Carbon TV, sign up for that, and uh, give us a give us a good rating over there if you enjoy what you're listening to here at the on the podcast. That's right. On Carbon TV, you've got the podcast videos you can watch. You've got just a regular podcast you can listen to. And then we also have the AMS bow fishing videos out there as well. Yep. Yep. And I know I said this, I've said this before when we talk about Carbon TV, but there's for people who maybe have just started following what we're doing here in the last couple of years, um, there is there's stuff that maybe you haven't seen because there's some throwback footage, some amazing footage from, you know, I'd say absolutely eight, seven, eight, nine years ago. Um that we've been cool we've stuff. been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um kind of leading the, the the industry as far as going out and trying to get footage and stuff like that right. so that's that's really cool but let's get back to this podcast matt I all think, right i think what i'm going to try to do here just to lay out what we're going to try to cover in this podcast for the listeners you just got back from a week-long trip mm -hmm. down in kentucky mm -hmm. um and I, i'm not going to tell it I'll, I'll, I'll save this for the questions i'm going to ask you but you got to do some cool stuff with some kids and whatnot absolutely um, so what i'm going to do here we have very we you just got back this morning yeah. um we have very limited communication about the trip. We haven't, you know, necessarily dove into all the details. And so we're no. going to, we're going to use this podcast for myself, especially. I just want to learn about <laughs> your trip and just hear right. about all the details and everything that you, uh, right. I mean, you showed me some pictures and whatnot, but I just, um, mm -hmm. so I'm just going to kind of be asking you a bunch of questions from a standpoint of not really knowing everything that you did down there. And that'll just kind of convey to a nice little, uh, question and answer for the, the listeners. Sure. To sure. Have. Well, before I think we dive into the Kentucky trip, um, the weekend before that, Derek, we had the uh, the Wisconsin Bow Fishing Association. We joined up with AMS as well, and then also Ray Howell with oh, his right. Kicking Bear. Yep, 
You took some kids Wisconsin youth event down here in the Mississippi River the weekend before the Kentucky trip, actually. And um, if you are familiar with Ray Howell and Kicking Bear, um, you heard our last couple podcasts ago. We had Ray Howell on as a guest. Yep. Um, he told us a story about um, him growing up and some of the struggles that he went through and to where he is now and his Kicking Bear events and how they help, the, um, help a lot of the youth, um, especially a lot of the youth that are in a little trouble. Yeah. Um, some of them don't have a father figure in their lives. Um, so you can uh, kind of know where Ray's coming from. But um, also want to give a, a bunch of love out to Ray also because his wife um, just passed away here, you mm. know, uh, four weeks ago and um, from cancer. So a big shout out and a big hug to Ray. I Absolutely. was I was so happy to see him down there at the Kicking Berry event to give him a big old hug, you know, and, and Ray is just such a special person. And it was um, the stuff he does for kids um, is just out of this world. The, the memories, um, getting the kids in the outdoors is just amazing. So yeah. um, big shout out to Ray Howell. Um, really cool because this event, you know, is free. Um, and we had, I believe, 12 boats that came down to help take the kids oh, out okay. there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it was a really nice deal. Um, Austin Seward is a big helper down there also, along with their crew. Uh, they had a bunch of hot dogs and brats. Oh, nice. Uh, we had a bunch of drinks some chips and stuff. We had seminars. We had demos down there showing the kids how to shoot the gear, how to work it, safety while you're in the boat, what to do, you know, because a lot of these kids – have never even been in a boat. Really? Oh, wow. No. Yeah. And um, when we were up there practicing with these kids and showing them how to use the equipment, you know, I would ask them, have you ever shot a bow before? And they would like, mm-hmm, yeah. But then when you would show them how to shoot it, you could tell they really didn't have a, a really big background sure, into right. shooting a bow. Right. They might have held one, might have seen one, but a lot of them I don't think really took those next steps into shooting them and honing in their skills. So these kids are really fresh and really new into this bow fishing thing. And um, it was down on the Mississippi River, and um, I can't thank all the boat captains, uh, the Kicking Bear crew um, that came out to help with this event and take these kids out in the water because I had a couple kids in the boat. One of the kids, I could tell he was a little scared. You know, He was a little sh- nervous yep. in the boat. And I says, you're right. He goes, I've never been in a boat before. Oh. Yeah. He'd never been in a boat before. Sure, sure. Um, never bowfish before. The other kid in their boat never bowfished before. Um, and it was really cool because they each shot a fish that night. Oh, gosh. Uh, we didn't get a lot of fish. You know, that that, that happens. Yep. Um, yep. You don't get a lot of fish, but one shot a gar, and um, the other kid shot a sucker. Oh, cool. And um, they were just tickled pink, so it was really cool to get those kids out in the water. Um, to see the smiles when we come back at, at midnight, you know, um, to let their parents uh, come and pick the kids up and to show everybody the fish that we got. Sure, sure. Um, it's not a tournament. It's just a bow fishing event to get the youth out there. Sure. Um, but a lot of fun. How many, how many kids did you take out, Matt, on the boat? Roughly how many kids per boat were down there? How many kids total were down there, I guess? Well, I had Ray and the boat wanted to come with me. Um, I had my helper, John. And then uh, my sister came down. I haven't seen my sister in a while. She lives down in the cross area. So oh, she came really? down That's to cool. visit. And I said, hey, Kyle, why don't you jump in the boat with us? She's never been on the boat fishing at oh. all b- with me. Yeah. Um, so she came in the boat. So we had six people in the boat. <laughs> um, 
And a lot of the other boats had, you know, two and then maybe four shooters. They had two helpers, you know, the boat captain, a helper, and then like four kids or right. three kids or five kids. Um, so can't thank the boat captains enough for coming down to that event and helping out. It means a lot to those kids um, because we all started somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I can guarantee you that some of the kids that come out to this event, they're going to get hooked on this. Yep. And, pretty, and, and in 15 years... They're going to bring a boat there to help take kids out. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, man, I remember back when I was a kid. Exactly. They're going to say that exact same thing exactly. to those kids. I, I, Maverick Rally is one. I remember when we used to have our youth event on Castle Rock years ago. He came there as a kid. Well, now he's bringing his boat. Really? I did yeah. not know. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. He's, he's huge into it now, yeah, too. Yeah, he's huge into it. So uh, you, you know what's going to happen to some of these kids. And like I said, the, the sooner we can start teaching these kids about bow fishing ethics, um, goes a long way teaching them about how to properly dispose of these fish, fish identification, um, boat safety is also another thing. You know, we talk about boat fishing ethics, but there's also boat fishing and boat safety. Oh yeah, yeah, that goes along with this. So um, really neat event, and I uh, had a great time down there with those kiddos and and seeing a bunch of good friends and laughing and and making memories is what it's all about. Oh yeah, you know for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So you got yeah. back from that Sunday. That was a Saturday night shoot, Matt? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Saturday night, got back Sunday morning, I'm guessing. Got back Sunday morning. I know you were at work on Monday getting things ready. And then did you leave to go down to Kentucky last week, Tuesday? I left Tuesday morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So left Tuesday uh, morning. Drove. To, I remember saw you driving away. I'm like, oh, there goes Matt. I didn't yep. even know he was here today and he's gone. <laughs> um, so just walk us through. You get down there. Uh, did you actually, I was. <laughs> Gonna ask you about it. Did you have a bearing go out in the trailer again? Oh yep. my gosh! And I just re went through everything when we got back from our big, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, Missouri. trip. Yeah. Um, and I went through everything and uh, yeah, I had another bearing go out, but it was you know, it's you know, 97 degrees that day when I'm driving down there and you're putting on 700 miles and I'm driving 75, 80 miles an hour on the interstate all the way down there. And I got about an hour and a half away. I pulled in for and I'm always looking at my mirrors. To check that. To see if I can see any smoke coming out, because that's really the only way we can check. When right. the interstate is looking and see if you can see any smoke coming out your tires, into your rims back there. And I pulled into, and every time I pull in to get gas, I walk around and I check, I feel my hubs to make sure that they're not hot or nothing like that there. Yep, yep. And this time I pulled into the gas station, I got out and I was like, oh, I could smell something. But, I, but there's semis right, and stuff right. running around. So I started putting the gas and I went around and started checking my hubs. Got to the other side and I could see the, the cap was, the, the hub cap was off yep and i could see a bunch of gray around it and it was smoking i'm like oh, oh man. man i didn't have to touch that one it was hot <laughs> wow. wow so then i had to pull in the back row of semis are and and make the change over um and and the spindle was completely shot you know it, it was so heated i couldn't get that nut off of sure there. sure and that's why i always travel with an extra hub and an extra spindle in case something like that happens yep you know yep. because you, you can't always find you know spindles and hubs wherever this might happen. So I always travel with the extra pair of that stuff. So just a, you know, quick little 40 minute, you know, layover, get everything swapped over and back on the road. That's a, that's a good little tip there. Even if you guys are traveling long distance, if you stop somewhere, just do a walk around. What happens if that happens and you turn around and you got freaking smoke billowing and that thing's cherry red and you're going down the interstate and there's nowhere that you can pull over besides the shoulder. Yep. Every time I get out, every time I get in for a gas station, I, you know, check my tie downs. Yep. Make sure that the boat is still nice and tight. My straps are all nice and tight. And, of course, we've got um, tie-downs going up to the fan. Make sure those are nice and tight. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, just always check that stuff. Just yeah. go through it real quick. And by the time you come around, your, you know, your gas is 
being filled up and you're ready to rock and roll and get back on the road. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So you, you change a bearing, you get down there. Um, yep. and you met up, did you meet up with Dennis that first day right away? Our good no, buddy, Dennis he, Redden. He had clients. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, he had clients. Uh, he had to take out that day. Um, but that afternoon, um, you know, I got settled in and, um, we went below Kentucky dam, uh, me, Dennis and his grandson, Cody. Okay. Yep. We went below the dam there and we got in there. We got down there around nine o'clock in the afternoon, nine o'clock at night. And, uh, we we're going to run down the river and see if we can find some fish down the river. And we took off from the boat landing and we didn't even get to the I-24 bridge and you could see all the fish were just blowing up as we we're going down through them. So we shut her down, and there was just school after school after school of silvers. Really? Yeah, it was oh, just man. crazy. They were just thick across the whole river. It was just crazy. So hmm. so we shut her down right there, and we just started floating down the river and shooting fish and shooting silvers and talking. Um, good times. And uh, we got down there, and uh, we shot a couple big heads that night, you know, in that 20 to 25-pound range. Okay. I uh, saw some big guys, but we, we, we went down the river to kind of check, uh, do a little scouting for the Jared Ashmore youth tournament and, um, didn't really see much that we kind of liked. So, um, we didn't go <clears throat> down there for the youth event, but, um, it's always just, it's always so that night when we, when I got down there, I looked back behind me up towards the dam and you got the bridge and you got a bunch of lights back there and that. We had that big old moon. I'm okay. sure you guys had it here too on, yep. on Tuesday. That big, I think they called it the orange moon or something like that there, whatever it was. But it was just ginormous. Really? Coming up over top of the dam there, and I took a couple nighttime photos, and they turned out pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So you guys, you got down there on Tuesday. You mm-hmm. guys shot some fish, shot yeah. some fish on Tuesday night. The Jared Ashmore Youth Event is on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so from from Tuesday night, you guys shot fish. And just so everybody knows, too, whenever we go on these trips, we don't just go on trips just to go have fun and shoot fish. I mean, it's it's a blast. Don't get me wrong. But there's always, you know, media involved, taking pictures, video, stuff like that, which is yep. a blast to do. But, right. you know, it's not like we just go down there and fill the barrel and don't do anything but shoot fish. Right. So from, from Tuesday night until say friday what was the schedule looking like were you majority just trying to find where you guys could shoot the youth event on saturday night or what was kind of the goal of those couple of days there well i wanted to to do some filming with dennis's grandson cody yep i wanted to do some filming with him he's 16 years old right now i've been taking him out bow fishing since he's been since he was six years old oh wow and and to to watch his progress you know Throughout all these years of going down there and taking him on the boat and boat fishing with them, shooting the Jared Ashmore tournament with them, you know, I remember years ago when we would just go strictly for silvers because that's all the poundage that they could draw yeah, back to, sure. to get those fish yep. in the boat. We yep. couldn't shoot big heads. We couldn't go shoot bus because they were just bouncing arrows off those fish. Um, they needed a lot of help, and I remember driving back to the boat landings to head back to the Jared Ashmore and. Cody would be sleeping in the boat before oh, he got man. even back to the boat landing. Then they'd be sleeping in the in the truck from there to the to the to the Jared Ashmore headquarters. And then um, you know, they were just all, you know, they weren't really they were into it, but you know, they were little. That was a lot for a six, seven year old yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, you, you see that progress throughout those years and then you know, and and then when they finally could shoot enough draw weight to where they could shoot some big heads. Well, we had to find the right size big heads, you know, those 20 to 25 pounders, you know, and find a good number of them fish. Yep. And then back then, we were shining the lights for them. Sure. Yep. Um, so they could see and they could follow our lights because, you know, it was just a lot for a little kid to to 
hit the pressure switch, swipe his swipe his bow, looking for the fish, and then to draw and shoot. Mm-hmm. So we were just at that time just swiping our lights for them to to find the fish. And then you see, you know, in another couple of years, they got the lights on their bows. They're shooting a good poundage. Yeah. Um, they're doing it all themselves, you know, then. And then, you know, like on this trip here, I didn't make it down there last year because we had to get the boat fixed. Um, after the the Worlds last year, we did some damage to the boat that had to get fixed up. So I couldn't make it down there to the Jared Ashmore last year. So now this year, to, to going out with Cody, um, Dennis had clients again, so he couldn't go with us. So... Cody was there helping me, and you know he's he's back in the boat in the water. Um, when we get done, head back to the launch. He's running up, getting the truck, bringing the trailer down, backing the trailer into the water. I'm driving it up, loading it up there, and he's up there, you know, tying it down yep. and getting the safety chains on and driving me back up out of the water. Um, he's tying the straps back. He gets out and he puts the straps on the boat. He's locking everything down. So that's pretty impressive for a 16 year old. It, it's just so neat to see that progress, yeah. you know, yeah. throughout all those years of of taking taking him out on the waters it's a lot of fun so wednesday um cody was i met cody at 7 30 in the morning we ran to mcdonald's got a little breakfast snack and then we went below barkley we went below barkley dam and uh we got down there and uh got to our spot there and i was sitting up on the filming platform and he was down working the trolling motor and looking for fish and i the silvers were everywhere but we were down there mainly for to find some big heads, yep, yep. you know. And um, all of a sudden, I'm like, Cody, there's big heads over there, you know. And pretty soon, oh, there's quite a few big heads. So we shot a couple big heads, and he shot a couple of big heads, and he's having just a hoot up there. He's, <laughs> he's really getting into this. He's liking it, you know. We're seeing a lot of fish. And um, we were trying to get over by the lock wall that comes along the dam right yeah. there by the gates. Yeah. And you could see all the fins out of the water over there there was like thousands of silvers over there <clears throat> and uh what you do is you get over there and you just got to be patient you, you know you don't want to shoot all the silvers because you got to be patient because big heads they don't like a lot of that noise and distraction so yep. so if you're patient enough and just wait you'll get a chance at a good big head um, but as soon as we started getting over there the horn went off the whistle went oh, off oh jeez which means that there there's a, a barge that's going to be locking through yep yep and what they do is they suck water in and out as you're doing that so what happens it creates a big turbulence of water right there so when that whistle goes off you have to get away from there you have to get so many feet away from that area Mm -hmm. so so we start taking you know getting away from there and and the water starts churning up and coming up underneath there and that silver is just jumping out of water like crazy like crazy but no we had a we had a good time um he shot a couple you know 20 25 pound big heads right there in that area and then, of course, more boats started coming in and going up into the corner. So we never never went up into that corner. But uh, we decided to kind of go over to the generators on the other side where the boils are a little yep, bit. Yep. And um, we got over there, and it was – we got close to the boils over there. And um, now when I say boils, I'm talking about the water that's being, that's being pumped up through the generators on one side. For, you have your gates, and then you have your generators which are underwater. Mm-hmm. And there's how many generators over there? I don't exactly know. Six or so. I'm guessing okay. five or six or something like that. I don't exactly know. But what that does is that that water boils up from the bottom, and it creates a lot of turbulence. And when that water comes rushing up to the surface, those fish get caught in that, and it kind of brings them up to the surface. Yep. Yep. Whether yep. they like it or not. <laughs> 
But it's weird because you'll have a pocket of boiling water and then a bunch of strong current. And you'll see, you know, when we got over there, you could see just a whole bunch of, you know, fins sticking out of the water. And, it, and we're looking at these fish, and I'm like, Cody, these are all big heads. Oh, my gosh. How many, I mean, how many, how many are in a, uh, when a boil comes up, how many are you seeing at once? Well, when a boil comes up, you can see about six or seven. But if you look behind the boil, past the boil, you know, behind it to where it's not boiling, you'll see a whole line of like 20 or so oh my big gosh. heads that are just wow. stacked up and swimming against the current right there. So we sat up there. And uh, we shot some pretty good big heads. I think our biggest was 41 pounds. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, Cody was having a blast. But now when you get over to the boils, you know, you really got to be careful. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. You know, as soon as you put the boat in from that boat launch, you got to have your life jacket on. Yep. And um, I saw a couple of boats that didn't have life jackets on. But they have a big sign right there that says, life jackets must be worn from here up to the dam. Yep. And, um, you know, the boils aren't always for everybody. Um, you got to be careful over there. You don't want to get in trouble because that water you know, can, oh, yeah. can do some funny things over there. So, um, that's actually one of the first times that I've ever, since I've been going down to that, I actually went over to there and was shooting fish. Sure. Uh, we just stayed on the outside of the boils to where we could look into the boils, but away from them. And, um, there's a lot of fish there, a lot of, uh, a lot of action right there, a lot of big heads. And it's just, I, I just like to go there and just watch and look at that stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's cool. But no, Cody was having just a, a good time down there. And then, um, then we ran down river, uh, took a couple pictures of the fish, and um, had to do a little moon pie video. Down oh, there with I can the only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have Cody in the video with me when we did the moon pie video down oh, of there. Of course, did he eat a moon pie in the video? He ate a moon All pie. All right. In the video. All right. There we go. Yes, he did. There we yes, go. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. So, not to mention, we're talking about Cody kind of growing up in front of our eyes here. Um, you've been shooting with him for a decade. Mm-hmm. He's doing all this stuff. Not to mention, he's a cold-blooded killer when it comes to shooting fish, too. I mean, yeah. he's he's holding his own with oh, anybody yeah. shooting fish. Absolutely. Um, so when you guys are, and I think I know the answer to this, but you guys are shooting all these big heads. Is this an area that you're thinking like, oh, boy, could this be a spot that we shoot the Jared Ashmore? Or do those dams just get pounded no. during the tournament? Yeah. No. 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 We we know we knew that, you know, there was going to be a pile of boats down there. Yeah. And, um yeah, you can shoot some big heads down there at nighttime. You can shoot fish down there at nighttime. But with all the, the amount of noise and commotion and stuff going on down there, we just wanted to get away from that, get away from all the boats. So um, we knew going into that we probably weren't going to shoot below the dams. So you were just going there to, to, to shoot some fish footage, pictures, yeah. have a little bit of, of yeah. warm-up fun time shooting. Yeah, and this is Wednesday when it's not so busy down there, you sure, know? Sure, sure. There was, like I said, there were like three boats down there shooting. Um so that afternoon, it, it was hot down there. It was like ninety-seven degrees down in there. I remember, and, I remember being here and thinking, yeah. "Oh my God, it's hot out!" And I, I remember thinking, "Oh, Matt's, Matt's on the water in yeah. those dams. Those, there's no wind there's down no there. There's no wind down there. Like, it's like sitting he, in an oven. Oh, I was yeah. thinking, man, I feel bad for Matt. It's got to be hot down yeah. there. So we 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 shot our, you know, we shot a pretty good tub of big heads. Uh, ran down the river, took pictures of them. Looked for some big heads down the river. Uh, didn't really see nothing but silvers and a bunch of small little buffs. Um, so then we decided to load the boat up, and we, we decided to go to the lakes and uh, try to shoot some daytime grassies. Um, but, of course, I had to take them to Fast Eddie's down there, and we got a big old pizza Oh, yummy! for lunch down there. And then we put in um, on the lake and um, ran across to some of the bays and uh, tried to film him shooting some, some grassies. He shot two grassies nice. down there. Um, it's really weird because uh, the grassies are, aren't really that big anymore down there, it seems like. Um, 
you know, I think the ones we shot were 20 pounds maybe. Okay. But they're skinny. They don't have those big old grassy bellies on there because there's not, not a lot of grass down there. Right. Right. You know, they were actually feeding. You could see them feeding on the bottom like carp. You know, you could see their tail up here and you can see a big dirt cloud where they were trying to filter. Sure. They're eating little snails and stuff like that, little crab and stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, little shells and stuff. But we shot some, some, uh, some grass carp down there. And then, you know, I jump out of the boat and I try to take a bunch of cool pictures of uh, Cody uh, lifting his grassy out of the water and just getting a bunch of cool pictures for possible catalog and stuff like that. So we spent, you know, a good hour and a half doing a bunch of that type of stuff right, as well. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just thought about this. Um, you've been shooting this Jared Ashmore tournament, which I don't know if, if you guys don't know what that is. It's a it's a tournament for kids. Yeah. You know, you you got your boat captains taking kids out, and they weigh in just like it's a normal tournament, but it's mm-hmm. for the youth. What is the age cutoff? Where, how old, you know, is it, is Cody getting to a point where he's not gonna be able to shoot that anymore? He's got a couple more years left. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's like years. age brackets, yes. correct? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I was just curious about that. If he's getting close there or, yeah. or what the deal is. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So that was Wednesday, correct? You guys did all that on a Wednesday. Yep. So yep. did you shoot fish Wednesday night? We went out scouting Wednesday night. Scouting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. We went out scouting Wednesday night. Didn't shoot any fish. Saw fish. We didn't shoot any fish. Oh, I take that back. Cody did shoot one fish. We could kind of see what it weighed. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, so we took him out and did that. Uh, we were out in the water till two o'clock in the morning. Positive vibes from this spot? Not really. No, no, okay. not really. Um, you know, a lot of fish, but just not the right size that we okay. were after. Gotcha. Not the right size. Um, so then, um, what is it now? It's, it was Wednesday night. Wednesday so night Thursday. Into Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday. Um, we had plans for Dennis and I to go out and try to shoot some fish that night, and uh, we went to the <clears throat> we went out and and started shooting some big heads. And um, <clears throat> as the night went on, and it was just uh, it got crazy. And this was this was <laughs> Thursday night. Then, this was Thursday correct? night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? Third. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was Thursday night. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, what makes you say that it started getting crazy? You know, I've been going down there since 2009 and i've been fortunate enough to um meet dennis on on my first trip ever down there for the campbell's outdoors challenge okay, bow fishing yeah, challenge yeah, years ago yeah. and i met him he took us out bow fishing Cindy and jeff and uh he I, i've been fortunate enough for, to have dennis kind of take me under the wing a little bit sure yeah. and to mentor me a little bit mm-hmm. on my bourbon journeys which is really kind of odd because we're we're 11 hours apart from right, each other right you right. know um so I've been very fortunate to have Dennis kind of mentor me on the bow fishing down there, the style of bow fishing down there, uh, shooting the biggest down there. Um, and it, it took a, it took quite a few years for Dennis to, um, you know, to, to, to start trusting me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that on, on a lot of stuff where he would teach me and show me stuff. And um, I can't thank him enough for all that because I've, I've learned so much, you know, and I've had so much fun down there and shot a lot of big fish down there with Dennis. Um, it seems like every time we're together, something good happens. And uh, that night, Derek, it was it was no different. Uh, <laughs> All right, we, walk we got us through to, it. We, we had a, a lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, we were on the water. We were on the, we were on the water, you know, all night long. And um, we were shooting big heads and stuff like that there. And all of a sudden, Dennis, you know, just like anything, you're swiping your AMS Spec Ops light, and there's a fish, and you shoot it, you know. And, um, oh, he's, I think I got a good one here. You know, I think I got a good one on right here. And this is a fish that Dennis shot. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. You know, I think I got a good one here. I got a good one here. Did you see it when he was no, swiping? No, I did not see okay. it. No, gotcha. I did not see it. Nope. So, we, you know, it's 
And those bacons got a lot of power. You know, they, mm -hmm. they go right to the bottom. They, they don't they, they don't like the light. They get down to the bottom there. They know that they're in, they're kind of in a little bit of trouble once that AMS anchor enters their body. Oh, God, there ain't no getting out of that. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, you get that fish up to the boat, and Dennis looks at me, and he goes, oh, my. He goes, holy cow. He says, that it was huge, you know. Really? So bigger than what he initially thought when he shot yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. okay. It was really cool because it had a really big, like, Big like hump on its back, like it got hit a little bit with a prop or something. Oh, really? And you, you see fish like that once in a while. Yep. I mean, we shot buffs like that here in Wisconsin, where you can tell that they've been propped a little bit, right, you know. Right. And they get little deformed and stuff. They look kind of weird, you know. But uh, yeah, Dennis, um, it, it's not his biggest one that he's ever shot, but it was a you know a seventy six pounds. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow! Yep. yep. Wow! Yep. And uh, we got that in the boat and did a couple of high fives and hooting and hollering and and uh, it's just you know. Being able to to do that stuff with somebody who's mentored me since 2009, yeah. Yeah. you know, and to be in the boat with Dennis and, and to do all that stuff. And that's why I always say it's so important, you know, for for us as bow fishers to kind of take somebody under our wing. Sure, yeah. And mentor them a little bit. Show them the ropes. Show them some spots. Learn to trust them, you know, and uh, keep connected like I said, Dennis and I are 11 hours apart, and we keep connected all the time. Right. We're always calling each other, seeing right. what's going on, how's right. it going, what's going on during deer hunting season, bow hunting season, bow fishing, how's your guiding doing. So it's always important to, to do that, you know, kind of like that's how I kind of feel like with Cody. I would love for Cody to come up here and to join us sometime when we go and shoot some carp up here, yeah. you know, yeah. because they don't really do have a lot of carp down there. Uh, it's weird. They don't have any, a lot of common carp down there. They do, but... You know, they're just not the size sure. that we have here. Sure. I would like for Cody to come up here and experience that. Um, so, yeah, it, Dennis got his big old giant 76-pounder in the boat, and it was just, you know, really cool, yeah. really awesome. So I got two things off that, Matt, that I want to ask you. First off, I guess just two, two, um, two things that I noticed thinking about in my head as you're talking there. Uh, you said is how cool it is that Dennis took you under his wing. You said it was 2009. Yeah. It was when you first met him. Yep. Like, that's actually crazy to think. He's down there, a local. You're someone from Wisconsin, okay? I mean, he's using mm -hmm. AMS gear, but just to have that develop into what it is today, right. that that takes a lot of trust on his end, you it know? It did, it did. Yeah, it, it does. Um, and you said Absolutely. it took a couple of years, but you know how, you know, you're always iffy who you're sharing your information with. You don't want Absolutely. them going and blabbing, and pretty soon your honey hole's full of boats, and you're thinking, well, mm -hmm. I'm never telling that person anything again, exactly. you know? And to have a, someone that's, like you said, 11 hours away to build that relationship, that's that's really cool. Um, and the second thing is, Matt, I just want you to explain to me, because I think when people think of nighttime shooting fish, they're thinking about generators running, big lights. Mm -hmm. Just dive a little deeper in depth of how you guys are shining with mm -hmm. your Spec Ops lights, these big heads. Yeah. Just just kind of explain to someone who maybe has never heard of a big head or they don't know how to go and, and shoot them at night. Just what are you guys doing? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's no different than the very first time Dennis took me out. Um, you know, we went on the, went out there on the river and, uh, back then we didn't have the spec ops lights back yep, then. Yep. So what Dennis did is he put a battery between up on the deck between his legs there. Yeah. And, uh, he, he used like a light that you shine deer with a okay. big spotlight. Sure. You know, and he would connect it to the positive and negative on the terminals there. And, and we would just go down the river and every, every 20, 30 yards, you would just shine that light in the water. And you guys are doing this because these fish would spook from a traditional bunch of lights on a boat, generators, yep. noise. They would spook from that long before you had any chance to see yep. them. Okay. Yep. And, and Dennis said when we went out, he goes, now we're not going to be turning the generator on. We're not going to be having our big lights on because that will push the fish down. 
So we're going to use a spotlight to shine the water, and you shoot when you see one of my spotlights. I'll hold it there, and then you shoot. Sure. Yep. yep. Okay. So, and um, fast forward to now, of course, we got the AMS Spec Ops, you know, yep. light, which mounts above your retriever, and it's got a pressure switch. You can put it wherever you want, and uh, you just kind of, same thing. You go down 20 yards or so, and you just shine your light in the water, and and sometimes there's a fish there, and a lot of times there's nothing there. Right, right. Yep. 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 That's cool. That's yep. cool. I but, always, I always thought that. Sorry to interrupt you, but no. when we would go down there, that type of bow fishing at night is by far my favorite. It's it's peaceful. It's peaceful. You mm-hmm. hear all the 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 noises that you know a river yeah. has to offer at yeah. one in the morning. You can you can sit there and you can literally, you can be this far. You know, you can be talking like this, having a conversation. And there's no there's no generator or anything running. You mm-hmm. can you can talk. You can you know everything that's going on. You can hear fish splashing and everything. I, I always thought it was like I was like wow, this is really cool. Yeah. You know, it's so quiet, yeah. peaceful, like you said. Yep. yep. Yeah. Absolutely, and and I can't remember what I was going to say. No, I kind of forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Derailed the train there. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, a lot of times you swipe, you don't see nothing. But what you can also do is a lot of times the moon or you get down river and there's some factories along the river oh, down there. Oh, okay, yep, yep. They have a lot of lights that shine in the water. And a lot of times you can see that disturbance on the surface of the water if it's calm enough. Okay, sure. You can see that disturbance. You can tell that there's something feeding right there. You can see Vs, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a fish, you know, got his top lips out of the water and he's swimming up river and he's filtering as he's swimming. And a lot of times you can see that. You can see it coming, 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 coming. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. Boom. Turn your light on. There he is. Smoke him. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's go back to Thursday night then. Let's not get too far away from that. Thursday night, you said it started to get crazy. You just said Dennis shot that big fish. One thing I want to know, what was the current like where you guys were? You just mentioned that they're sitting there kind of filter feeding. What was the current like that night? There's not a lot of current. It depends on – it can it can vary so much. It all depends because how much rain they get, you know, in certain areas up there, How what the generators are doing – up there what if they have a gate open okay sure something yeah. like that so the current is never the same yeah the current is always changing okay um what you can do is you know um i always like to look for you know, little scum lines here and there mm-hmm. um after a barge goes through you go out there behind that barge and he's turned up a lot of water back there and you can find some scum lines behind oh, the barge okay, as sure. he's going as he's gone through um so you can kind of look for that stuff but the currents vary you know a lot down there. It's it's never you can always you can't always say, oh we're gonna go down there and it's gonna be calm. It, it could be a lot of current. You know, a lot of times, like you said, we're we're doing this a lot at nighttime. Yep. So really, the only way that you can see if you're even moving oh, yeah. is by looking up at the at the tree line, you know, and just watching it, and then then you can see actually how fast you're sure, moving. Sure. Sure. Yep. By yep. watching the trees and seeing where you're going, how fast you're going down river. You know. Uh, do you have a? a- a preferred current? I mean, do you want swift current when you're shooting these fish, or do you want it to be calm? But do you have a, a preference at all? I've shot them in all. Okay, gotcha. I've shot them in all. Okay. Um, you know, I've shot them in dirty water, clear water, um, a lot of debris in the water, um, clear water, no currents. It's just a matter of putting in the time to finding those fish. Sure. You know, uh, finding those locations for those fish. Um, it's just, like I said, putting in time. And it's, it's not... Some nights can be extremely exciting and extremely busy. Every time you shine your light, there's fish, there's silvers, there's big heads, there's gar. Some nights you might shoot two. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not, it, it's, it's 
definitely a lot more laid back than going out like here in Wisconsin and going on the Mississippi River and turning your lights on and and running around looking for common carp. Right. You got the fan running in the background. Got the fan running yeah. or yeah. your airboat or your trolling motor, you know, and you got your big lights on, your generators are running and stuff. It's a lot more laid back. It's yeah. not as fast paced. Sure. Yeah. It's not as fast paced um, going out after these big heads at nighttime. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So Dennis shot this beautiful big fish. Let's pick up right after that. First of all, do you remember what time at night, what, what, what time of night was it when he shot that fish? 420 in the morning. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so were you guys shooting a lot of fish? No. Really? No. We were seeing fish in there. We were seeing silvers and stuff. We just weren't shooting the silvers. Once in a while, I, I popped a silver just kind of, you know. It loosened you up a little bit. me up a little bit because yeah. there were some good silvers swimming around and stuff like that there. Um, but, no, it's just a matter of being in the right place, right place right at time. the right time yeah. Yeah. when you swipe your light. Okay. It's just luck. Okay. All right. So uh, Dennis gets that fish in the boat pick up after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dennis shot his fish probably before midnight. Oh, that's – oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought he shot it at 420. No, I shot mine at oh, – uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Okay, so Dennis shoots his fish around midnight pick up. Let's, let's continue Thursday night after midnight. Mm-hmm. We're running around the river trying to find some fish, um, trying to find where they might be hanging out. We a barge did come through. We went out behind that barge and nothing there, nothing you know. There. Okay. Um, didn't find a lot of fish and we're getting ready to, you know, call it quits and head back and get some sleep and stuff like that there. And like I said, it's just a matter of luck, Derek. Yeah. Okay. It's just a matter of luck that I just happened to hit my light. I hit my light in front of me and I swiped it to the left side of me. And as I got right to the left side of me, I see a big head sitting there. He's about a foot under the water. He's broadside to me. He looks like a 40 to 50-pound big head. Okay. Yep. Drew back. Snapshot him with the old V2. And I was like, oop. He said, I got a fish on, guys. <laughs> and it went right directly underneath the middle of the boat. Oh, okay. Um, so we chased him down with the trolling motor a little bit. And and uh, he's peeling line. And I'm, I, I'm holding my trigger tight. And the line's slowly going out. My handle's going backwards. Yep, yep. And... um. I, I grabbed my line to kind of like lift, and I was like, there's a lot of weight right there. Really? Okay. And I could tell just by the way the line was moving that I hit him a little further back than I really would like to. Okay, tail shot fish are always there, always yep. freaking crazy. But it, it didn't feel like a tail shot, but it, I could feel him moving his tail, trying okay. to get away from us. You can feel that, that back and sure. forth motion on the sure. line. And then he would you know, he'd take off hard, yep. and then he would... Literally, it felt like he just went down to the bottom and just sat there. And it was just like, a lot of times, it was just nothing. It was just weight, and nothing was happening. It was just sitting oh, there. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. I was like, guys, this is a pretty good fish. You know, this is a pretty good fish. Uh, so we, we just kept chasing it down, chasing it down, getting more line up, getting more line up. And um, finally, he came, started coming up to the surface there. And um, it was pretty pretty blackout. Like I said, we're not using generator lights and stuff. We're using our spec ops lights. And... Um, it was pretty dark out and, and shining lights, and I could barely see the fish and put a backup shot into it, and then it really took off. Okay. Then yeah. it really took off, and it took about another, I don't know, four minutes, three minutes to get them oh back up gosh, to the boat. Oh, my gosh, really? So you got two arrows in them at this point. Yep, yep. And um, so now we got a little more pulling power yep, on them now. Yep, a little more confident in giving that yep. fish the beans a little mm-hmm, bit to pull them mm-hmm. up. And um, we get them up alongside the boat, and that's when I was like, 
are you kidding me? Really? Okay, so when you are the, you kidding me? When you put that backup shot into him, whoever put the Dennis shoot that mm-hmm. fish. Okay, so mm-hmm. when you had that fish somewhat close, I mean, was there a thought no, process I, in your head where you're like, oh, uh, no, not at that. Time. No, not no, okay, no, okay, not at that. Time. I'm still thinking fifty to sixty pounds. Okay, you know? okay. Um, and then like I said, we got that backup shot into it. Um, got him up to the boat. And he was alongside the boat, and that's when you can actually take your my, my spec ops light and shine it down there to see him. Yep, yep. That's when I actually got to see the girth and the size <laughs> on this fish and his head, you know. And I was like, I was awestruck. I was like, really? are you kidding me? I've been going down there and shooting big heads for since 2009, 13 years or whatever yeah. it is. And I got lucky. <laughs> you know, I got lucky. Fani got me a river giant. Yeah. You know, um, we've shot giant big heads down there before, you know, um, 60, 70 pounds. And that night, the, the stars lined up, you know, Dennis shot a 76. And then, you know, we get this thing alongside the boat. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a big fish. And then even then, you don't think, you're not thinking that big. Right. right. You're thinking 50, 60 pounds. Yep. But then when I, I reached down, and on big heads, you can always open their mouth, and then you can kind of punch your fingers through, like, yep. underneath their, like, bottom lip yep. to kind of grab them and, and bring them in the boat. I couldn't push my hands through that skin. Really? And I was like, oh, this is a big fish. Yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah. So finally, I mean, literally, his his bottom lip was so much bigger than any, you know, big head that I've ever shot before. And, sure. And finally, I got my hand in there, and I got it poked through, and... I started lifting it up on the boat, and I was like, whoa, we've got a tanker here, boys. <laughs> yeah. We've got a big tanker right here. And uh, I brought it up on the side of the deck there, and I was, I was once again, I'm, I was awestruck. You know, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? This thing is ginormous. This thing is huge. So at this point, are you like biggest, biggest big head I've ever shot? Yeah. That, hands down. Yeah. Once I saw him laying there and trying to lift him, I was like, you know, that's a good fish. Yeah. It's a good fish. I still didn't really know exactly how big he was. Sure. Yep. That's hard. How do you gauge that? It's not like you are shooting fish like that all the time that you can, you know, say, oh, yeah. Right. It's about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we put him in the boat, talked a little bit about it, got our arrows out. And after the fact, I just kind of realized of how much I trust my AMS gear. There you go. Perfect. You know? Yeah. Everything was flawless in the gear. You don't have to worry about gear failure at yeah. all. Yeah. It was just unbelievable because, you know, the, the Hooligan V2 and, and you know, just snapshot. Because you have split seconds to decide. You're swiping that light, and all of a sudden you see a fish. In a split second, you got to shoot. Okay, so you never turned your light. It's not like you saw the fish and went, okay, guys, big fish over here, and then redrew. No. It was all in the same no, motion. because if, literally if you swipe a light, and you see a fish, and you turn the light off, and you're like, okay, let's get ready. And you go up a little closer, and you hit your light, it's gone. Gone. Yeah. He's gone. You never, you don't hear him. He just sinks, sinks like a submarine. Yeah. So you swipe your light. There's a fish. It's big. Shoot. That's, that's how much time you have, you sure. know? Yep. And that's why I love the Hooligan V2. You know, I snapshot it. And then, of course, like I said, when I was feeling it, it was, I was tail shot a little bit on that fish. Yep, yep. Now I know why they call him the anchor. <laughs> the old AMS anchor FX I was using that night. Okay. And um, it held that fish, you know. 
lot of times you can feel a point starting to tear and pull a little bit. Yeah. I never felt that. Felt one. solid the whole time. Solid the whole time. That's solid awesome. the whole time. Yep. So we, yeah, we get the fish in the boat, and I was like, "The old AMS gear came through on this one." You I'd know, say. yeah, on a fish of that caliber. So they were like, "All right, we gotta weigh this fish. Yeah, we gotta weigh this fish." So, um, and it was kind of funny. So I get the scale in that bottom lip there, and and I put it on there, and the fish is inside the barrel now. Yep. Okay. 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 So where I'm standing, I just can't lift the fish and weigh it. Yeah, it's I, I'm not ain't tall no thirty-five pounder that I'm you not, can lift up. I'm not tall enough. Yep. So. I get the scale on there, and I and I start lifting, so I could stand up on the deck. Oh, yep, okay. To lift it, and um, half the fish is still in there, and the scale is reading forty pounds. Oh <laughs> boy, that had to have you thinking. Oh like, my goodness! Oh my goodness! So now I gotta step up onto my step, and then get up onto the deck, yep. so I can raise it high enough to get a weight on that there, you know, and and. Um, so I stand up there, and Dennis is looking. He's recording with my camera, with my with my um, cell phone there. And um, it came out at like 82.4, 82.2 pounds. 82 pounds. Yeah. 82 pounds. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> That's crazy. And like I said, you, you know, you just get lucky. Bow fishing uh, for big heads is is um, all luck, you know. What happens if I want to swipe my light in that matter of five seconds sure and you said it was right if you're facing this way it was it was to your far left it's extreme off to left. 90 degree off to your left yep. what happens if you stop your light two feet short right you know yep absolutely you're going right past the 82 pound mm-hmm. fish <laughs> but what's what's neat about the spec ops is it's got a it's got a wide wide light yeah okay so you of course you have your center main light but then you have that big ring sure so as you're swiping i'm never looking at my direct beam of my light. Yep. I'm looking at outer cone. Sure. An outer cone of light because when I start swiping, if I'm not looking to my outer cone, I'm going to miss a fish that could sink. Sure. So I'm always looking at my outer cone of my light. And um, as you're coming across, all of a sudden you start seeing tail and all of a sudden you start seeing fish. And um, that's why I, I like the spec ops because it has a lot of different uh, variations of um, – lumens also yeah. on the spec ops which yep. is nice because like i said these fish are light sensitive they don't like to be shined you know and then turn your light off and then go up there and get them again um they get shined they're sinking and they sink in a hurry you'd be surprised at how fast a fish of that size can sink and oh, disappear yeah. in a matter of right seconds yeah all right so let me i just i got this spec ops light here open matt i'm just curious of the five different variations that you can have Mm-hmm. Um, on, on the spec ops, we've got a thousand lumens, 350, 150, 50, and three lumens. Do you know which setting you had it on? I actually started out the night on full thousand, full thousand turbo mode, turbo mode. Um, but as I was swiping, I was scaring fish that were okay. just outside of my main beam. Yep. Okay. I was scaring fish. So then I cranked it down to 150. You did all the way down to 150. Just wow. a little bit of light so I sure. could see something on yeah. there. And then throughout the night, as it got darker and darker, and and, and we were on darker banks, I did pop it up to three fifty. Three fifty, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's cool. You know that variation. Who knows if you shine a thousand lumens at that fish without having that uh, availability of changing it down a little bit? Maybe he spooks the second he gets shined. Right. You know if you if you're if you're blinding him with a thousand lumens. Um, mm-hmm. There's definitely situations where you want as much light as you can, and the uh, the thousand lumens is spectacular. Yep. But in a situation like that, having that little bit of a decrease in light, I mm-hmm. think that could have helped you big time. Yep. And another thing that makes a big difference, Derek, as far as as changing your lumens, yeah, is sometimes you go on on the rivers, you know, like the Ohio down there, 
and um, it could be really muddy. Oh, a lot okay, of rain. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where that light isn't penetrating a long ways down to the water, the, yeah. Then I'm running a thousand. I'm running turbo mode on there. Sure. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about the Spec Ops is you can adjust those lumens on there. Yeah. And and with the little the little button on the top of the light there that you can just change those little settings to, and it worked out really awesome on yeah. this year trip. You yeah. know, because um, this time when I was down there, they didn't have a lot of rain, and the and the rivers were clear. Sure. Um, so I could, that allowed me to turn that lumens down. So I wasn't spooking fish as bad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So you shot that fish Thursday night. Yep. Um, was the rest of the day was Friday then, uh, you taking pictures with it, using it as a, uh, you know, taking pictures and whatnot. Did you do much normal fishing Friday during the day? I slept. Did you? Okay. Well deserved <laughs> probably. Yeah. Actually we, we, um, you know, like I said, I shot this fish at 4.20 in the morning. Um, by the time we get back to landing and back home, you know, it's 7 o'clock or whatever, 7.30. And we just got back to Dennis's mobile home there, his trailer home there on the lake, and a, a st- big storm was coming in. Um, so we just got a couple of pictures um, of the fish before that storm came in. We had a lot of high winds and a lot of rain. It mm. rained really hard for an uh, hour and a half or so. So I ran and got some ice, put the fish on ice so we could get pictures later on that afternoon sure, with that fish. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's funny. Friday, it must have been Friday. Uh-huh. Jeff was texting me, Jeff, one of the owners here at AMS. He was texting me about some stuff to do at the shop Yep. about this week. Um, and he goes, oh, by the way, Matt shot a big one. <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, boy. that's That only gets said when it's an absolute tank and i'm like oh god and, I, and then I, I snapped you i said well what the heck did you do how big is it <laughs> i remember reading that text and going okay this is gonna be this is gonna be a world-class fish this is gonna be a big old fish so yeah that was cool did i send you a picture of it no you i i asked you and i think the first thing you said was don't say nothing <laughs> don't say nothing and I don't think you sent a picture, but then I think later in the day, maybe, or, or on Saturday, you sent it, um, and it just looked ridiculous. I know the first thing that I thought when I, when you sent me a picture, it looked like someone shoved a basketball down that fish's throat, yeah. and it was sitting right before, you know, its its tail kind of narrows out towards the back of the mm-hmm. tail, right in that paunch. It looked like someone either shoved a basketball or shoved an air compressor into that fish and, and blew it up. Yeah. Pumped yeah. it up. It looked yeah. ridiculous. It looked so tight there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just was, I'd never seen a fish like that before. And here's the funny part about fish, you know, really big fish is you can't, it's hard to make them look big. Yeah, you can't hold them. <laughs> you, you can't hold them. You can, you can shoot a 35, 40 pound fish and, and you can make them look nice mm-hmm. because you can hold that fish. You can get the right angles of that fish. You can get his full back. You know, you can kind of tilt that fish so you right. get his whole back right. instead of him backwards so his back is leaning against your body. You can't do that with these fish. Um, we actually took a rope with a hook and uh, got it as tight as we could on a, on the side of the boat to where his head was up the, up by the catwalk on the sure. boat. Yep. And even then his tail was dragging I was going to say, it's probably ground. dragging on the ground. Yeah. Wow. Because you, you just can't hold those fish. You know, it's just that 80 pounds of dead weight. Yeah. You can't, you can't hold them. Like I said, with your in your hands and get that back so you can see the back, you know, tilted towards the camera. So right. It's, com- it's it's actually you're holding that fish that's laying into your right. chest. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's why actually a lot of times you see big fish like that, they are hung like that. They're they're suspended and you're just right. kind of next to them taking the picture because you can't hold eighty two pounds like you would a 
thirty pound fish. Right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So but Friday, it was, it was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, that you're gonna remember that night forever. Absolutely. And I and I wish so bad that I could have brought that fish back here and kept them on ice and brought them back here to show you guys because oh, the God. pictures just don't do that fish justice. Sure. Until yeah. you actually lay eyes on that fish and go, good grief. Right. Right. You know that's a odd looking it's a it's a freak yeah it's a freak of a fish i was just trying to think when you when you sent me those pictures initially i remember uh, i thought to myself what's the biggest big head that i have seen and I, i'm guessing you know the couple times i've been down there with you i'm guessing the biggest fish was maybe around 40 pounds mm-hmm. we never shot a, a big tank yeah. at all and yep. i'm thinking to myself this fish is twice the size of any fish i've ever seen in right. my life you know in person so right. i i agree with you there the the in-person aspect of it must have just been yeah, jaw really dropping cool. and and don't get me wrong like i said it took me 13 years right, to right. get a fish of this size yeah yeah you know i just happened to get lucky and be in the right place at the right time when i hit my lights and there he was he just happened to be up i mean just think if that fish was two feet down right swimming he would have been gone he would have right. been past my lights so you know i see people posting pictures of you know oh like a 40 pounder is not that big anymore nowadays i'll take 40 pounders yeah. all night yeah. long yeah yeah you know yeah. Like I said, it took me 13 years for me to get a fish of this caliber. 13 years, and you go down there a couple times a year. Yeah. We've got Dennis down there keeping an eye on things. You know, it's, we, we have more resources than a lot of people down there, and it took 13 years to, Absolutely. to, to have a fish like that show up in, yep. our, in our beam. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's very cool. That's a special, uh, special night for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, yep. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Friday, did you go out at night at all to scout for yeah. the upcoming Jared Ashmore yep. Saturday? We, I went out with uh, Damian Loveless. Oh, okay. Yep, Damian. Went out with him for a little bit. Um, We went to uh, a couple of his spots that he has. It was me, Damian, and Cody. And then Dennis and Ty. Uh, Ty is uh, Dennis's other grandson. They went to a different location, and uh, we did some scouting down there for that. Um, We found a lot of fish. But, you know, everything was... You know, 17, we figured we could get it like a 17-pound average. Okay, okay. Um, in that area. A lot of fish, um, beautiful spot, but, you know, we weren't sure what to do. Yeah. Because with a Jared Ashmore, you have to be back to Wayans by 1 o'clock. That's right. It's a, it's a, it's not an all-night deal. You're right. back at 1 o'clock. You have to be back at 1 o'clock to, for Wayans. And weighing, each kid weighing how many fish, Matt? Five. Five fish per kid. Okay. Yep, five fish. So, you know, you, you leave at 7 o'clock. And you got to be back at 1 o'clock. So you can't make long. You sure. just don't do right. long runs. I mean, it's, you know. Um, so we did the best we could. And um, we did some scouting, like I said, Friday night. And we figured we could get like a 17-pound average. And that's uh, without going below the dams because there's going to be a lot of boat traffic down sure. there and a lot of yeah. a lot of people close proximities. And uh, we just wanted to get away from that. Um, so we decided to just go away from there and go to the lakes. Okay, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, so so Saturday, tournament day, um, you showed up there. What time did the festivities start there at the Jared Ashmore? You could get there around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. okay. Um, 3 o'clock we got there. Um, took me a while to get – we had to get that bearing changed, um, so we got that changed again. <laughs> Wait, some you, more work. <laughs> you didn't have a – another one didn't go out on you. Yeah. What the yeah. heck? <laughs> Holy cow, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to get a bearing changed on Friday morning, uh, get that all changed over. And then come to find out, last time we were there, there, Derek, 
um, with Red Shutter Media. Yep. Remember we we came out of the boat landing that one morning and the tire was flat. Yes. So yes. we took a tire to a tire store you, and, uh, and we got it plugged. You blame me for not checking the boat ramp for nails before <laughs> <laughs> before I backed the boat in. But yep, yeah, I remember. Yep. So when he put that plug in there, so when I was taking off my extra hub and spindle, the tire was flat. Oh. On my spare. Oh. So I'm like, well, I can't have a a spare that goes flat. Right. So we took the spare to another um, another tire place down there in Murray, and uh, the guy looked and he goes, oh my gosh, he said, who did this? Oh, and we thought that that patch was weird when we got the, it. The plug was sticking above the yes. tires. Oh. He's like, oh my gosh, who did this? And uh, he goes, whoever did this did not do a very good job. And we took the tire off the rim and he looked inside of it and it looked like a literally a big wad of plugs that just were stuffed in there, just awful. And he goes, this is, he said, that's bad. Yeah. So they got me a new tire there and got me back on the road ready to rock and roll. Um, so by the time I got that on, got the bearing changed, got the boat cleaned up the best I could, uh, we were down there about quarter after four. Quarter after four? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. About quarter I, after four. I know just when we got that tire changed, we went into that place to get the plug put in and they said, oh yeah, okay, give me 10 minutes. We'll have mm. it ready for you. Okay. <laughs> Hour and a half later, we've we've seen yeah. every inch of the store yeah. five different times. Yeah. All right, she's ready. And I remember we got it. We're like, wow, yeah. that is must be a new style of plug exactly. there. That's interesting looking. So, okay, that came back to bite us. Yeah, then. it did. Gotcha, yep. gotcha. So All before right. I think we get into the Jared Ashmore here, Schmitty, let's take a little break from our sponsors. Why I Bowfish. Hunting fish with a bow. Nonstop action. Never slow. By day, by night. Great shots. Great fights. With family, with friends. Trash talk never ends. And kids, they love it. If they miss, think nothing of it. By foot, by boat, by board or canoe. How you do it is up to you. Aim low. Shoot fast. Watch your shadow. Watch the grass. Shoot carp, raise or gar. Shoot them close. Shoot them far. Stout arrow. Barb tip. Retrieve a reel. Let it rip. Bow fishing. Give it a shot. And welcome back to the Bowfishing Buzz, episode 39. My name is Matthew, and I'm here with my good buddy, D, 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 Schmitty. D, Schmitty. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we're just, um, we talked about so far the trip leading up, and now we're... We're to tournament day. Tournament day for the Jared Ashmore. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, let me ask you this, Matt. How many people, how many boats, how many kids in total? Uh, do you know a number on that, or roughly how many were down there? 100... And 64 kiddos. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yep. That's awesome. And uh, I believe Andy told me there was 80 boats. Okay. That showed up, gotcha. boat cabins that showed up to help take the kids out. Gotcha. Very cool. And all like right. I said, it's, it's one of the premier youth tournaments there. The kids traveling from all over the place. Yeah. You know, yeah. to come to this. And for an event like this to get 80 boats... <laughs> To, to help take kids out. Yeah, a lot of people bring their own kids and stuff. Right. But for 80 boats to show up voluntarily. <laughs> right, right, right. During these times when gas prices are over $5 yeah. a gallon yeah. is outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. That would be a huge tournament if it was a normal bow fishing tournament, 80 oh. boats. That's a huge tournament. Yeah. And you got it of just people coming down to, to take kids mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. That's That's cool. Yep. And I and I love this event because you get to it's so much more relaxed and laid back. Sure, you know, not your traditional tournament. Yeah, yeah. And the the kids are walking around, and uh, the boat captains are walking around, and they have, you know, just seeing everybody and and talking with people you haven't seen in a couple of years, sure. and and catching up and and talking, and um, 
you know, going in there. And, and Andy Cardwell and his crew have been doing this event for a long time. It's actually put on because Andy used to take a kid out years ago. His name was Jared. All right. Jared passed away yeah. when he was a kid. And this is in memory of Andy's kind of like a kid that he was bringing up mentoring. Right, right. Yep. And so this is put on in memory of Jared Ashmore. And um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful event. And um, I'm just so happy to go down there and be able to spend time down there with those kids to talk to them, to see the smiles on their faces. Uh, tons and tons of prizes. Bicycles. Oh, really? Targets, you know, bows, hats, stickers, arrows, um, just bow cases, just, you know, apparel. pigeon I saw flingers. We were throwing apparel and whatnot off the boat and stuff. Yeah, and that's a great thing, you know. Um, we always go down there and <clears throat> we take a big old tote full of AMS swag and we get the kids out there and we're throwing up, you know, I got the Cody and Ty up on the deck throwing shirts and who rags. <clears throat> And then uh, it was kind of funny because I looked up on the boat, and here I see Ty up there. He's got the old cart mask on. Oh, my. He put it on voluntarily? <laughs> He's really? Got the old cart mask oh, on. that's cool. Flinging, flinging t shirts and swag. And then I had to go in the car and get a couple banana, <laughs> rama, moon pies. I was just going to ask you if you threw any moon pies at any kids. We did. We threw some out there because, you know, bananas are are bad luck in boats. Oh, that's right. You don't right, want to yes. have a banana in a boat. Yep. It's just bad luck. But I tell you what. Banana moon pies are different. Oh, they are. I've had a lot of luck with banana moon pies. <laughs> I think you were throwing all those bananas out to those kids, and then they'd take it to their boat, and they'd have bad luck. No. <laughs> I actually threw that one as high as I could in the air, and I said, whoever catches this one is going to have good luck tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I bet you they're just a pile. I didn't, hear back, I didn't hear back from them, so it must not have been good oh, luck. Oh, <laughs> man. Dang. Dang. Yep. All right, so you guys are... Throwing out all this stuff, great event, good venue there. What mm-hmm. time could you guys leave? We left a little before seven, like six fifty. It was okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, and you had you're shooting with who was on the boat? You, Cody, Ty, and Dennis. And Dennis. Okay, yep. four on the boat. How mm-hmm. long of a run did you make to get we, to your spot? Uh, it probably took us um, about an hour. Hour away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. About an hour away. Yep. Yep. And then um, we got on the water there and. Fish were not like they were on Friday night. Okay. Um, they had gone just a little bit deeper than what we wanted, um, a little bit harder to see them. Sure. Um, the night before, they were pushed up eating in the pea gravel and stuff like that a little bit. And uh, the night of the tournament, they were a little bit deeper, about a foot deeper. Uh, made it a little bit harder to see them. All you could really see was their backs as they were swimming away from you. Um, but the kids shot a lot. You know, we shot not a lot of fish, but we shot fish. Um, Ty did an awesome job and Cody both did an awesome job. You know, we shot some buffs, um, came back. And then of course, you know, you gotta figure out, okay, we got to leave at, you know, we have to get back to the boat ramp at midnight Yeah. to make it back by one o'clock by up there by one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So you're always watching your clocks and it was funny because, uh, the mayflies hatched, um, the night before. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And you would go by a tree, and literally they would just rain down all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be all over the place. That's actually funny you say that. We were here. They mm-hmm. last week was that last weekend had to be last weekend. They were thick. Really, just coming back to the dock from normal fishing. Yeah, you, you had to put your sunglasses on 
and you couldn't open your mouth. Oh my gosh. They were they were crazy. Wow. That, that's, so that's that's interesting that they were doing the same thing here as they were down in Kentucky. Yeah. That's yeah. That's weird, but yeah, they Good were grief. they were thick as heck. It was, wow. it was crazy. <laughs> so all right, so you guys load up. Uh, did each did Cody and Ty both get their five fish? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Um, and then what we do is we put we'll put like uh, hooks in one of the kids' fish. So we know who shot what fish. Sure. Gotcha. And then once we get back there, same thing. You're getting in line. You're calling your fish. You're weighing your biggest ones and and getting up to weigh-ins. And uh, they have two weigh-ins up there. Um, like I said, each kid weighs his five heaviest fish. Um, then you can also weigh for a small fish award as well. You got the different age brackets. And once we weighed our fishing, I kind of we parked the boat and we went back down there. And I was did a lot of filming uh, other boats coming through, weighing in fish and. Um, Remember now, this is taking place by now like at 2 in the morning, yeah. 2.30 in the morning, and the boats are coming through, and the kids are putting their fish in the buckets, and they're weighing them and stuff. And uh, it's really neat because these kids are, you know, they're excited. Oh, yeah. They're coming through, and this is a big deal for the kids. Oh, yeah. They're coming to weigh-ins, and there's a people standing all over the place, this huge crowd, and these kids are coming up like, you know, this is, this their, is neat. This <laughs> is the real deal. Yeah. Like, we're, we're just like dad or pops, you right. know, doing their big tournaments. tournaments in the big tournaments. So yeah. it's really cool to see that. Um, it's a great event. And then, of course, once weigh-ins are done, everybody goes into the pavilions and that's where they do their awards. Um, and they just um, I think Ty ended up um, I don't know where he ended up placing in the tournament, but Ty ended up his five fish weighed 108 pounds. OK. And Cody's was was 64 pounds. Definitely, we've had a lot better nights, but it's just about you know sure. getting those kids in the water and having a good time. They had yeah. th- those kids. Uh, actually, Ty and Cody were more into winning that tournament years ago than they are right now. Really, they're they're so much more laid back. They're laughing, they're giggling. I tried to get them to do some interviews, and they couldn't stop laughing. Oh, and they cool. were just having a good old time. They didn't care how big their fish were. Um, if they were going to win or not, they just were having a good time. Sure. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's, they were just having a good time. That's very cool. That's mm-hmm. uh, I gotta I gotta bring up. You showed me the video this morning, Matt, of uh, a kid weighing some fish in. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's up there weighing in. Matt showed me this video. He's got a big old smile on his face, and his buddies in the boat were putting their fish in the barrel, and then it was time for him to weigh the fish in. And he goes down and he grabs a I don't know what kind of fish it was silver, silver. <laughs> grabs yeah. a silver out of the barrel, and as he gets it kind of close to his face, all of a sudden <laughs> he starts gagging. <laughs> he had to like turn away. <laughs> I thought I was going to catch him doing the old upheave right there on yeah. the camera. I was like, yeah. oh boy, this poor kid is going to go toss his cookies. <laughs> He, uh, he maybe wasn't used to that smell, but he looked like he was having fun. But that was I, you showed me that. I'm like, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. But, I mean, kids were walking away with a prize. Some, you know, like I said, bicycles, just fishing yeah. poles. I mean, just a huge, huge event. Yeah. And like I said, a big hats off to Andy Cardwell and his whole crew down there that helped put this on. Yeah. I was looking at those couple guys that were weighing those fish there, and I just was – Hats off to you guys because yeah. they would hold their the bucket up on the side of the boat there. Oh, and those kids sure. were bringing those fish out of the barrels and they were just getting slopped oh. and they were just getting yeah. drenched. They were in you know the, the the what do you call that the uh, the splash splash zone, zone big time. Except yep. they were in the like the I don't know if you, slime zone slime zone. Oh yeah, yeah, they were so those guys were doing just a ton of work there and then the gals that were writing down the records because. You know, these kids come in, they tell us your name, your age bracket, and then they enter all that stuff in the sure, systems there. Sure. So 
I know, I know when I was down there filming Ty and Cody, actually, probably four or five years ago with you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, they do all the awards and everything. And I remember Andy got up there and said, all right, is there any kids out there who don't have a prize? And there'd be a couple kids who didn't, you know, they didn't mm-hmm. win their age bracket or they didn't get a, a shirt that was thrown out or whatever. And a couple of kids would go up there and he he made sure every kid yep. went home yep. with something to remember that tournament by. And I remember right. seeing that and thinking, that's that's pretty cool. That's yeah. that's enough. I mean, th- those kids are going to go home and they're going to show mom and dad or whoever, grandpa, grandma, kids at school, look what I got. Look right. what I got at this tournament. Mm-hmm. I shot a bulbaging tournament and I got a T-shirt and Absolutely. an arrow or whatever. I remember yep. thinking, that's cool. Yep, yep. That's cool. Actually, the, we uh, AMS here donated an American hooligan Ooh. kit. And the kid that won it was actually standing right next to me. Oh, really? And he come back and he was, I'm going to keep this. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep I this. bet you you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was all jacked up. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. No, but good times. Um, and like I said, if you've never gone to, you know, any youth events, in fact, this weekend in Oklahoma, Randy Woodward um, has been putting on the World's Youth Bowfishing Championship for years. Does an outstanding standing job i want to get back down there and visit randy and and see the kids down there and get some kids out Um, but randy woodward's got his youth world's bowfishing championship coming up this weekend uh, down in oklahoma Um, there's a lot of youth events going on right now Um, get out there and and give a helping hand be a mentor be a mentor for the sport that you love bowfishing and um, you might you know have a long lasting relationship with some of these kids right Teach them how to do stuff. Teach them the right way how to do the stuff. Ethics, safety, all that stuff. Get out there and help out. And, um, you know, just just get out there and, and get those kids on the water because that right there is the next generation of bow fishers. Absolutely. And it was also really cool, Derek. I saw a lot of, you know, women, that gals that were coming through in a lot of these boats. You know that were bow fishing, and a lot of them looked like they really knew what the heck they were doing. Yeah. They were grabbing them fish out of them tubs and throwing them in the barrels sure. there, and they knew what they were doing. Yeah, that's awesome. You do that for Love you know, that. have 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 them start three years ago, and they've been doing it for three years in a row. Yeah, they're going to be able to. They know exactly what's got to go down there. Absolutely, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so tournament night, Matt. You guys had a great time there. Um, was Sunday pretty much a drive back to Wisconsin day? No, Saturday Sunday was a. Uh, Get my head squared back around. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not much you know, sleep just, there for a couple no, days. No. Well, we got down there with Tuesday, and now it was Sunday morning, and I just I sat in uh, I got a motel room, and I just kind of chill out there. I went down and looked at the the rivers below the the dams there, and I didn't see much action going on there. I was by myself. Dennis had clients coming in from Vermont. Sure. <clears throat> so I just kind of chilled out a little bit on Sunday, um, and it was weird because right next to me was this big beautiful. Um, steakhouse. I was gonna go there and get something to eat. Yeah. Well, it was Sunday and everything was everything was like closed up. Really? So I went down to Cracker Barrel. Oh, classic. And they had people lined up outside there waiting for like forty minutes. I'm like, well, the heck with this. So then I went to oh yeah, get this. So then I go, I'm like, I've been eating at fast food places the whole yep. time. I've been down there. You yep. know how that you, is. You start after day two. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll go down to Dairy Queen get something to eat in Dairy Queen in the Calvert City there. So I go down, I order number five, and I get to give me one of them mint flurries or whatever, Ooh, whatever it is. So I, I, I'm sitting back there by my table, and I'm waiting this like 20 minutes. I'm like, well, what the heck? So I go up there, and I says, I didn't get my food yet. She goes, well, there's no orders back there. Oh, no. So they forgot my order. So oh. I said, heck with it. I said, give me my money back. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yep, yep. So then I went to McDonald's. 
And I told him the meal I wanted. I said, no pickles. I hate pickles on oh, burgers. It just no. grosses me out when I bite into it. I hear the crunch of a pickle. <laughs> Here there was three big pickles on that thing. I'm like, can't anybody get oh, anything boy. right? Bad experiences. <laughs> you went to four different places. Tried to go to four different places. Yeah, it was wow. it was funny. But no, Sunday was just, uh, you know, we get get back in the mode. And then I left Monday morning at 5 in the morning. I left and started heading back to Wisconsin. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was gone for Father's Day. I didn't get to see my dad on Father's Day, but I called him and wished him a happy Father's Day. And then my daughters called me and wished me happy birthday or oh, happy, nice. uh, Father's Day. And then the wife, you know, called me. So it's a little tough being away for Father's Day, you know, like that. But um, I had a lot of fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun for yeah. sure. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now you're back here. We'll try to get back on the old podcast schedule Tuesdays right. if we if we can yep. try to maintain that for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we can uh, do a quote and a product highlight, Matt, and we All can right. wrap this puppy up. Let's do her. All right. So I'm changing up the quote thing. You're not going to guess who these people are, so I'm just going to tell you who it is. Well, don't tell me. Let me try to guess first. You know, you're going to try to guess who says these quotes? Yeah, what the heck. <laughs> All right. What the heck. All right. So this one, you showed me some footage this morning of you running down the river. The boat was on plane. You said you're going 42 miles an hour, and the footage just looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's what inspired this quote. All okay. Right? So here's the quote. All right. I go to nature to be soothed and healed and to have my senses put back together. First guess who that is. I don't think you have a chance. And then we'll try to you know relate it to the sport of bull fishing. Fred Bear. No. John Burroughs, who was an American conservationist all the way back in the 1850s. I know, I know him. Do you? Yeah. <clears throat> sure. He plays mm-hmm. a he played a vital role in America having <laughs> public ground. Actually, okay. was was so his deal. Re- repeat that. What he said again. I go to nature to be soothed and healed, and to have my senses put back together. Gotcha. How could you relate that to even the the individual trip, the trip that you were just on? How could you relate that to bow fishing? Relate it to bow fishing. Yeah. A lot of t- one of my one thing that I really like to do when I get down there in Kentucky is to go, like go to Kentucky Lake, yeah, and just put the boat on the water and go for a ride. Okay, I don't even have to go bow fishing. Sure, just because it puts my mind at ease. Um, I'm driving around there and I, and it's just so big and beautiful and you know the back bays are so big and it's just puts your mind at ease yeah. and it brings you back to nature yeah and it just puts everything at ease it's peaceful um clears your mind so i, I don't even need to go out there and shoot fish just go for a boat ride so a lot of times i'll just go below the dams and i'll just go for a boat ride down river yeah and just cruise along you know and just just, see admire, the sights. just to see the sights and stuff like that there and everybody has that where they live you have lakes you have rivers you've got flowages um Another thing that I can think about in a situation in that quote right there is, you know, bow hunting. Yeah, oh yeah. That's one of my favorite places to go to get away from stuff yeah. and unwind and, and just get back into nature. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a tree stand. Yeah. All alone. Yep. It's I just quiet. Quiet, yeah. peaceful. So that's one way I can get back to relating to that quote, I guess. See, and just to even just to put it what what I read that, I remember the first time we went down there, Matt, and I think you usually try to do this. Um we'll leave the shop. Just when, on a couple of them that you and I have both gone down to Kentucky, we'll leave the shop usually early in the morning, six o'clock. Yep. We'll leave the yep. shop. You drive all the way down there. It's six o'clock at night now. 
you know, the whole day before you're, you're getting everything ready. You're getting a list of all the, the pictures and the medals. product videos and the videos, everything you want to get done. You drive down there, you deal with driving down there. If you got to get a hotel, you're checking all, all this stuff and just getting ready for the trip. And then a lot of times that same night that we get down there, we'll go out. Right. And yep. it's like, I remember, especially when we're shooting big heads down there and you get out, you, you go to your spot, you make your run and you turn off the motor and it's dead quiet. Yep. And it's, I, I just remember the first time we did it, I remember getting up on the deck and being like, whoa, silence. Yeah. This is, a, this is amazing. It goes from mad rush yep. to instant chill. Yeah. Just totally relaxed. It's like, yeah. wow, this is, this is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like you mm-hmm. go there and you're, you just reset yourself yep. almost. Yep. Um, all right. So we've been talking a lot about the spec ops light. Yeah. And I think that that it would be a very appropriate product highlight for this Absolutely. trip. You guys were using it. Um, mm-hmm. The spec, spec Ops light from AMS here, you can bow fish in stealth mode, silently stalk, silently stalk up on fish with the brightest LED bow fishing flashlight available. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a pressure switch on there, a bow hand switch, extended remote switch mounts to bow riser and allows several modes of the light to be activated with or without pressure when at full draw. Ultra slim mount. Matt, we can slap that right behind our retriever yep. between the riser and the retriever. You never know it's there. Nope. There's nothing, you know, that can get in the way. It's it's right. up tucked away. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, ultra slim mount. Another and then, cool thing that's awesome about it there is it mounts higher than your stabilizer hole. And that's or, yep, yep. And you get such a better line of sight. Line of sight with right. that. Right. Mounted high above that. You know, it's mounted above the retriever on the riser. Yeah. It's mounted into the sight holes yeah. is where, where you mount it to. So that's awesome about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about earlier, there's there's turbo mode, which is 1,000 yeah. lumens, high mode 350, medium 150, low 50, eco is three. Yep. Um, and you can play with those just like you did on the water. Exactly. Um, you can you can you can pick out which one is working best for the situation you're in. It's not mm-hmm. like you're stuck with a thousand, or if you're stuck with only a hundred. Right. You've got a, a ton of variations to use yep. that there. So, yep. um, I like it, Matt. Even when we're just around here shooting fish, just to have it to have a light. If you shoot a fish, and just to have a light in the boat, you bring right. a fish in the pit, and you're you're dealing with it just to have a light to mm-hmm. light everything up with. Right. Um, you know how many times we've shot fish with that, even with our big lights on where you're like in thick weeds or lily pads and your lights just don't get into those little pockets back there. a little bit more. Boom, you hit it, there's a fish in there. Yep. We've shot a lot of fish with it that way, even with, like I said, with our big lights on. Yeah. It's a great little tool to add to your bow fishing arsenal to help you get more fish into the boat. Absolutely. So make sure to check out the Spec Ops light here. We got them in stock. I know we were packaging Mm -hmm. them up um, this morning. So uh, make sure to check out the Spec Ops light from AMS. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like that. I think, Schmitty, that might be wrapping up episode 39 here. Bowfishing Buzz yep. podcast presented by AMS Bowfishing and Mega Mouth Bowfishing as well. That's right. I can't thank Dennis Redden enough for yeah. his hospitality again this weekend. Had an absolute blast taking out his grand boys, especially Cody on this trip right here. Great job to Andy Cardwell yeah. and your crew putting on the Jared Ashmore Youth Tournament. You guys do an outstanding job. Great to see. And um, thanks to the AMS Bowfishing for their awesome bowfishing gear mm-hmm. made right here in the USA. Yep. Yep. So from all of us at AMS Bowfishing, we wish you the best of luck. And remember, aim low and think big. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>